Wow. These turbulent times can be nerve-wracking. What is an investor to do when the markets are up and down so unpredictably? With tariffs, trade wars, and Trump, how can you manage to survive in this marketplace? On today's podcast of Let's Make Work Optional, we will discuss our viewpoint of the markets and how you may be able to best navigate these turbulent waters. Welcome to this episode of Let's Make Work Optional with True Wealth and Company in Overland Park, Kansas. True Wealth and Company incorporates strategies and products of the super rich to help you reach your financial goals and make work optional. We utilize elite wealth planning methods to help manage life solutions. We strive to help you maximize and achieve all that's important to you, which includes taking care of the people you love, helping the causes that are important to you, and making a difference in the world. Learn how to apply the habits of the super rich and gain insight on how they acquired their wealth in this episode of Let's Make Work Optional. And now, here's Brian Sarf, President and CEO of True Wealth & Company. Welcome to Let's Make Work Optional. I'm Brian Sarf. We're here every Tuesday at 5 a.m. and we hope you are too. I'm joined this and every week by Brian Paulson. You can find the Let's Make Work Optional podcast on iTunes, Anchor.fm, or wherever you listen to your podcasts. On today's show, we've got three takeaways for you. What do you make of all these tariffs and trade wars? Number two, investing in equities is a grown-up's game. And number three, keeping a level head during a media and market frenzy. So when we look at these tariffs and trade wars, China has always had a tariff advantage over the United States. And primarily it's because they're a growing economy, that they were a, a communist country, We have sent businesses over there for 20 years to help build their economy, to build their capitalist nature, to grow their economy and invest there. And so the tariffs have been in their favor. And now that they are number two in the world with their economy, they have a fabulous marketplace. I don't agree with the communist side of their government, but the capitalist side has been very attractive and we've helped them grow. And it's time to level the playing field. And so I think that it's important that we get tariffs in balance. We're just seeing on the media and in the news is just the front line of what the politicians want us to see and hear. We're not at all seeing what's going on behind the scenes of what's really happening. What's out in front of you in the media, it gets everybody fired up, gets everybody stirred up, it gets Twitter fired up, it gets the Huffington Post is fired up, Drudge Report's fired up. You got Limbaugh out there fired up. You got Sean Hannity. You got Rachel Maddow. They're all on fire with all this headline noise, I call it. The real work's happening in the background, and we won't see that till later on. Now, some people don't have any confidence that anything good's going to come out of it, and others have all the confidence in the world that it will, and then you've got the people in the middle that just don't care. And so as an investor, what do you do with all this? What I would say is that we're not going to fix China in the tariffs in six months. President Xi, he has a long-term game plan. He doesn't have to run for election next year. He's pretty much there until he dies or he quits. So he's got a little bit longer term than our president does, and he may just decide to wait until 2020 and not do anything and just kind of drag his feet and see what happens. You know, we saw last week that Trump's going to hammer him with tariffs, and then, well, maybe not. Maybe we won't hammer him with tariffs. And so this market's going up and down, and it it can be extremely nerve-wracking. And so I would tell you that with tariffs and trade wars, you've got to keep a long-term perspective. This is a five- to seven-year negotiation. It's not going to happen in six months. You're talking about the two most powerful economies in the world trying to come to an agreement, and it's just not going to happen easily. You know, that's like trying to get Coke and Pepsi agreeing to play play nice in the same sandbox. 
And they do for the most part. They have their own markets and their marketing they go after, but they're still not going to give up ground against each other, but yet they need each other. And so it's kind of an interesting give and take, and it can be really nerve wracking as you go through. Yeah, we're in a game of chess right now, and people want to be playing checkers. Yes. This is complex. I read a really interesting article that looked at the tariffs from more of a geopolitical perspective rather than economic. You know, one of the things that we're looking at is this is potentially a way to stabilize the the world from what could be come to a head as something that's not economic. could be a battlefront instead. And if you can do smart things to shift the way the world is functioning, China for the longest time has had this massive advantage. And when you look at other developed countries, first world countries, which is what they've become, you look at every country in Europe, the tariff rate is much closer to what, it's still in their favor, but much closer to even. Uh, and it's not anywhere near in China. Well, before the tariffs, China was at a, about a 10% tariff on American goods, and we were about three and a half. And I don't know that the goal is to get it to even, No, but it's to, to move it more from 10 for China up here and three and a half for the U.S. here and trying to get it more on an equal level playing field, I think is where they're headed for it. But it's a long-term game. And if I'm an investor in this marketplace, what we've been doing with our clients is we've lightened up on our U.S. equities. There's not a lot of room to go on the upside, I don't believe right now. I think that we got to watch emerging markets. we got to watch... Uh, some of the commodities out there like gold and oil. Oil and things are hitting an all-time low right now. If the Fed continues to lower rates, gold's going to go up. I think it will go up. It seems to, to usually go up when the Fed lowers interest rates. It doesn't give a lot of confidence in the U.S. market right now. And I think that uh, if I'm a retiree heading into retirement, depending on what your spending is going to be, you, you better sit down with an advisor and get a second opinion and look at how much risk you're taking in your portfolio because what you viewed as not having a lot of risk a year or two ago may have a lot of risk right now during this trade war and you need to make a couple of adjustments. If I'm saving for retirement, I'm you know five to 10 years out or more, maybe you wanna be a little more conservative with your 401k balance that you have, but the money that you're investing in and you're getting a match on, keep that aligned with your long-term risk profile and leave that riskier because you're buying equities. And even if they fall, you keep buying those while they're down and you have a better chance of succeeding in that long-term game as you go across. But it really depends on, number one, how much risk you're comfortable taking. Number two, it really makes a difference of how far away retirement is. And then number three, it's really evaluating what you own today to make sure that the risk you think you're taking, that you're actually taking. Because there are, what was risky a couple of years ago is maybe not as risky today. And what was not risky a couple of years ago is really risky to own today. And so going through with somebody to look at a good second opinion of your portfolio and to walk through your investments and see what you have in there would be a, a really strong suggestion for me to go out and find somebody to look at that. Whether you have a current advisor, whether you're managing it yourself, we're always open to do a second opinion and to look through that for you and to talk through those investments that you have to make sure that they're aligned not only to your goals for the long haul, but also in this wild environment that we're in. And that brings me to my second point of investing in equities is a grown-ups game. And it always has been a grown-ups game. It's not for the timid. It's not for the weak at heart. If you don't have faith in the long haul, then you're going to be in bonds and cash. I see a lot of people that have been on the sidelines for way too long and have missed out on this incredible bull market we've had. But it's times like these that, you know, you just have to have the faith and the patience to wait your strategy through because equities win in the long run. And they typically always win in the long run. That's just their nature. And the key is that you have a strategy and you stick to it. Yes. What we were starting to hear, I'm hearing it every now and then, 
you know, I've been on the sidelines since uh, 2009. I've had my money in cash. Is it a good time to get to a market? That's not a strategy. That's a reaction. You need a strategy. The thing that I find interesting, we talk about it all the time. Market's down about 12%. It's pulled back over the last couple of weeks. It's uh, gotten squirrely. But in a normal market year, you will see a 15% correction from a previous high. So again, this is normal. And it is a grown-up game. When we're investing in equities, number one, you have that long-term plan. Number two, you're continuing to save. Even if you're retired, you're still generating income in your portfolio and you're reinvesting that money in the long haul. But number three, it's keeping all this in perspective that you know, with the volatility that has been normal long-term, we haven't had normal volatility lately. It hasn't been. And when I talk about volatility, think of it as a roller coaster that you know, normal volatility, you'd have a roller coaster, let's say that's 20 stories high above ground, but also 20 stories below ground. And for a number of the last three years, we've been running at a roller coaster that's like 10 stories tall and 10 stories underground. And we got to get to that normal volatility and it's beginning to come back. And but it's it feels, not there. No, it's not, not there to normal yet. And it feels like the volatility is, you know, really high, but it's just because we haven't experienced as much. And we're going to see more of that volatility come back especially with demographics where we have the 50-year-olds in the U.S. who pretty much drive the economy are reducing. That's my generation. There just aren't as many Gen Xers as there are of boomers. The middle of the boomers is 64, and they're headed into retirement pretty heavily. And the millennials are having kids and racking up debt. <laughs> you know, they're rack racking up educational debt and home debt and having babies and buying cars and those things out in the economy. Babies don't cost that much. No. Over the long haul, they do. Short term, they don't, you know. <laughs> to have them is, uh, we're past that point, you know. Oh, not me yet. My babies have gotten to be really big. Grant's back at home from, well, you're, well, from you're the not, summer. You're not having any more children, are you? Uh, well, I certainly hope not. Yeah. That'd be a, <laughs> that would be a medical miracle. <laughs> but staying on the demographics that we see are not in favor of long-term growth over the next four or five years. We need to get through this time over the next four or five years with the Gen X, the 50-year-olds that spend the most that need to bottom out and the millennials that are the 50 year olds will start picking it up on the other end and then once we get past like 2023 2024 you've got a 20 to 25 year run where 50 year olds every year there'll be more and more of those and those 50 year olds drive the economy and drive the spending and we'll be in a nice long-term bull market and that's not to say that the u.s market is something to avoid because the reality is we're the only market right now where you can even look at a positive interest rate it's just that money's been flying into the U.S. for such a good clip for you know the last five, 10 years, that's going to start to reduce. But I'm not seeing anything, I don't know if you are, I'm not seeing any other market that is on fire, which is why we're looking at things like gold and, and commodities and, and alternatives. It's amazing in the U.S. that if we want to finance our infrastructure, we can do it on a 30-year note at 1.76%. That's pretty ridiculous, that we can borrow money from somebody in the world for 30 years and pay them 1.76%. And the world has a strong appetite for that debt because they're earning negative debt in their countries, and so they want something positive, and so the money's flying into the U.S. as we keep running. The last one is keeping a level head during a media and market frenzy. You know, just remember, whoever you listen to on the radio – Whoever you read on the internet, whoever you watch on the television, and when they're in this crazy frenzy and they're really getting under your skin, they want you to tune in tomorrow and they want you to buy their products or their advertisers. And don't take what they're saying to heart that you need to go make a change in your portfolio because they want to get you riled up. They got to get you emotionally involved so you'll tune in tomorrow 
and their listenership can be up in that. Just keep that in mind when you're doing it. It doesn't make sense to go out and make massive investment decisions just because Rush says something or Maddow says something or the Huffington Post or Drudge Report says something that you need to go out and adjust. And you've got to keep a level head during all that. Enjoy those programs. Enjoy what they feed in. Enjoy what CNBC has, but know it's entertainment. It's not going to change your life. Now, if your life changes, if you decide to spend more money, spend less, give more to charity, you want to help out a loved one, you've got kids that are having a problem, you need to spend more with them, you want to start a business, whatever it might be, yeah, then your goals change, your investment strategy needs to change. But it doesn't need to always change just because of what you hear on TV. And you got to keep a level head when there's so much headline noise out there. you got to look at what their motivation is. We were laughing the other day about how uh, you, if you're up late night watching TV and you start seeing ads to buy gold, why is somebody suggesting that you buy gold? <laughs> They're trying to get rid That's of it. That's right. <laughs> gold is not going up. They're trying to unload their gold. News is the same way. Their motivation is to get you to listen so they can make money off their marketing. But I think to wrap up that the tariff and trade wars are going to be a five to seven year cycle until we figure out what's going to happen with China. Investing in equities is a grown-ups game. You have to keep your long-term plan in, in place. You have to look at the long-term success of the United States and success of equities, that it has been a long-term game you know, for the short hauls, for the long haul. And then keep a level head when things are this nuts and the market's up one and a half one day, down one and a half the other day. Just know that what you're listening to on there, while they are uh, you know, giving you good information, it doesn't mean you need to always make a change and just keep your long-term plan and focus on your investments. Any closing thoughts, Mr. Paulson? When volatility starts coming up, we get excited. These are opportunity times, so volatility is not a bad thing. Know that in the back of our heads, we look at it as an opportunity to get in there, but you got to know what you're getting into. Yeah, we're, we're trying to get a profit, and we're trying to take some risk off the table and take some profits. And we've taken a lot of profits lately and taken a lot of money off the table. And mm -hmm. we've got a lot of dry powder sitting in there that we're looking for opportunities to invest in. This isn't the time to, to ratchet up your risk in this environment. It's to manage your risk yep. very well and to be more of a seller than a buyer. Yeah, so that you, you're positioned when the sale comes along and it is a good time to buy. But yeah. Volatility is yeah. not bad. No, it's not bad. Hey, thanks for listening to Let's Make Work Optional from True Wealth and Company. I'm your host, Brian Sarf, and with me this week is... Brian Paulson. We'll be back next Tuesday morning at 5 a.m. Be sure to spread the word about this podcast to your friends and family, and don't keep us a secret. Like us on Facebook, follow us on Twitter, connect with us on LinkedIn, and don't ever forget, invest wisely, save early, and let's make work optional. You've been listening to Let's Make Work Optional from True Wealth and Company. Visit us online at retirewithtrue.com or call 913-653-TRUE. That's 913-653-8783. All matters discussed during this program are for informational purposes only. This podcast in no way shall be construed as a solicitation to sell securities or advisory services to residents in any other state than Kansas or were otherwise prohibited. Topics should be discussed with your advisor prior to implementation. Advisory and insurance services offered through True Wealth and Company, LLC, a registered investment advisor in the state of Kansas.